Now, typically when you hear that music, that means Dave Spano is going to join us, but Dave is on assignment. But we have a great special guest. From Annex, Chief Economist Brian Jacobson joins us. Hey, Brian. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. I've got some big shoes to fill. Yeah, well, Dave's Dave's the you know top of the top of the hill. He's the he's the big guy. So I know I've seen your work on CNBC and Fox and Bloomberg, and just having the title Chief Economist brings a lot of street cred. So I'm going to ask you this. I've asked Dave this question before. Um, we are looking at a market that's setting records, whether that's the the Dow, the Nasdaq, S and P. Um, from your perspective, what's driving that? record-setting performance? Sure. I think a lot of it really boils down to surprises, uh, and that's really what drives the markets, especially in the short, in the near term. Over the long term, we need to focus on the fundamentals as far as earnings growth, but in the short term, when you have positive surprises for growth, that is likely going to push equities higher. I think a good case in point is just last year, going into 2023, the consensus was calling for an imminent recession. But it didn't happen. And instead, we had some positive surprises to growth. And so as a result, equities were able to charge higher. And then similarly, if you think about on bonds, I remember back to when suddenly Treasury yields spiked up towards 5%. A lot of that was driven by a surprise, a surprise that the Treasury was going to be issuing a lot more debt than what was originally expected. So right now, I think that what's pushing us to new highs, you know, new highs used to be old hat. <laughs> but it's really being driven by some of these positive growth surprises. You can't uh, do a segment like this without talking about Fed policy. Dave and I talk about it a lot. They were signaling at the end of last year that there may be some rate cuts. They're now uh, emphasizing, correct me if I'm wrong, patience. What does that yes. mean? <laughs> well, well, I guess we'll know it when we see it, and that's one of the challenges here is that uh, Chair Powell, he was on 60 Minutes, really reaffirming that they are on hold with monetary policy, but they're not in a hurry to cut rates anymore. Back in December, there's this big pivot where they went from kind of keeping their options open as far as are we going to hike, are we going to hold, and now it's more like, hmm, we're going to hold, and at what point are we going to cut? Powell has said that basically the March meeting is a little bit too soon. They want a little bit more confidence that inflation is sustainably heading back towards 2%. So in our estimation, that probably puts it at like a June as far as the earliest that they might do a rate cut earnings reports came out for some big companies last week what did they show us Oh, you know, the Magnificent Seven is now the Fab Four. I think that's one way to think about it, is that uh, you had a number of these really big tech companies giving somewhat mixed messages. You had some companies giving vague guidance about growth, and so as a result, stock prices got punished. But others, they have been going through some cost-cutting. I think one of the things we've been hearing more is about layoffs taking place because they overinvested, because they maybe extrapolated out into the future their growth rate a little bit too far and now they have to cut back but still they're somewhat cash cows now broadly speaking so not just focusing on the magnificent seven those seven tech companies we're actually seeing companies beat on earnings and also with sales growth so that is somewhat encouraging we're seeing a little bit of pressure on profit margins because consumers are exhibiting price fatigue they're a little tired of uh, prices constantly rising and so pushing back a little bit so really purchasing you know that that whole idea that they need a moat around their brand and their company to justify continued high prices that's making a difference here 
Brian Jacobs of joining us from Annex Wealth Management, Chief Economist for Annex. Um, you mentioned layoffs, and you know I follow a lot of people on social media, and I watch a lot of. I've started to watch more financial programs on, during the week just to get a better sense of what's going on. Talking about the economy on this show, do you get a sense from the the people that are pessimists that they look at that layoffs number? as one of the drivers that say, hmm, maybe things aren't as good as they should be. Yeah, that is true. It's almost like you get this confirmation bias where you can always find a report that is going to confirm whatever your previous bias was. If uh, I think Spiro Agnew called them the nattering nabods of negativism (laughs) uh, about how people are just always sort of pessimistic about things, they are always going to find like, oh, well, UPS announced that they're going to cut 12,000 jobs. Uh, Just this morning, Snap announced that they're going to be cutting 10%. So clearly things are not going well. Well, you know, Maybe they're not going well for that company, but broadly, you know, we're still seeing wage gains, employment growth. So you can always find some of those indicators of weakness. And really, that's been a big story about the last two years is having some companies doing really, really well and others struggling through recessionary conditions. Manufacturing, housing has been suffering under the weight of uh, higher interest rates. We also have a slowdown in China. So some companies are struggling under that. But the strength of consumer spending has really been the saving growth race of the overall economy let's let's wrap with this one uh with an a through f grade you can pick the grade you'd like to give given that we had a pandemic in 2020 and i'm still suffering some of the effects of that impacts of that not just for the uh, the, the medicare com- uh, medical community but other places what would grade would you give our economy right now given all you know as a chief economist yeah, overall, I would say that the grade is really a, a B, a good, solid B. You know, it, it's not an A grade. And I think that really what's important is the trajectory, what's ahead. It's likely to go from a B to a B minus as we go through 2024, because we are likely to see service sector spending slow, manufacturing, housing, maybe get some footing, some near-term struggles there. But uh, things could uh, kind of be a mixed message here. So right now, I think the midterm grade would be a good, solid B. As you were talking, I was looking at the uh, the Dow. It's down a few hundred points today. Is that res- is that a response to the appearance on sixty Minutes last night on Fed policy? <laughs> uh, a little bit. It does seem like it. Uh, you see interest rates moving higher. The ten-year Treasury yield has really bounced higher, and that's showing that because the Fed. Chair Powell came out and said no cut in March, and as a result, people are trying to recalibrate how much cutting is going to happen and when. Now, that is creating a little bit of headwind, I think, for some equities because it does keep the cost of capital, the cost of operations somewhat higher, does increase the risk that instead of sticking a soft landing, you might get something a little bit harder. He is Brian Jacobson, Chief Economist for Annex Wealth. And if you go to AnnexWealth.com, you can see all that wisdom on full display. I appreciate you filling in for Dave. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks. Always great to talk to somebody at Annex Wealth Management, uh, regular Monday morning feature here on WTMG Now.